0: Let me just start out by saying that everything that is in this episode, or in any episode of this podcast, is not real. I do not work at a restaurant. I'm actually a banker. I work on a street that has banks on it, and I'm very, very good with financials. But we do go out, my colleagues and I, happen to go out to a restaurant, and I often think of what life would be like had I have worked in the restaurant. And I would imagine, although I don't know, but I would imagine it would be something like this. Okay? Just so everyone is uh, on the same page here. Take everything I say with a big grain of Malden salt. So there's going to be a server meeting soon, which is when the managers get all the servers together to powwow with them about their progress and the restaurant and stuff like that. And what I'm doing now is just my rehearsal of what I'm going to say at this meeting if they'll allow me to say at this meeting. And if they won't, I'll just direct everybody to, hear, to this so you could hear what I'm saying. We are due for a health inspection, which means that the health inspector is gonna come in and they're gonna inspect the restaurant and they're gonna see if we are worthy enough to have an A in the window or not have an A in the window. Now, personally, let me just first say that I think this health inspection is complete bullshit. It's a money grab. It's, it's unfair, and it's just asinine to have one person dictate the fate of an entire restaurant because of whatever. What if that person got into an argument with their wife that morning? What if that person bought a new car two days before that, and then they got rear-ended by some dickhead, and they had to get that car towed, and they had to take the bus to the restaurant to inspect the place, and upon walking in, the exact same car that they just bought that, that's fucked Cuts them off in front of them and out of that car jumps an employee and runs into the restaurant And then they have to come in and expect a place. You think they're going to be in a great mood? No, but then they are in their hands lies the fate of the restaurant. It's bullshit But we can't fix that right now because we're not the health department and I'm not a lawyer But I'm gonna try because I honestly do think it's bullshit The fact that it, the fact is we we are where we are in this situation and if you guys like your job and you like the people that you work with, I suggest you listen to the rest of this episode and you really, really hear what I'm saying to you. Because if we don't pass this health inspection, it's gonna to be too late to point fingers. It's gonna to be too late to say it wasn't my job to make sure that the, that was like that, it was the bartender's job, and he didn't do it. It's gonna to be too late for that because neither of you are gonna have a job. Because if we hang a bee in that window, not only are we gonna lose millions of dollars worth of sales, Half of you guys won't have a job, and the ones that you that will have a job will only have half of that job. So it's going to be too late, for it wasn't my responsibility. It is everyone's responsibility to monitor everything in the restaurant, and not to hold people accountable, like pointing the finger at them and saying, ooh, look what you're doing, or coming to me and saying, chef, I saw so-and-so do this. No. It is in your responsibility to come up to that person and say, hey, man, listen, I saw you did this. I saw you weren't wearing gloves when you touched that bread. But do me a favor, man. Remember, remember what Dimitri said? Like, we gotta work as a unit or else, you know, we're, not gonna, we're gonna lose this place. You're literally, we're gonna lose this place. We're gonna lose the restaurant. Because there's no coming back from a bee. Maybe. Maybe in a year or two. But by then, everyone's gonna quit, have a new place, and God knows, maybe we'll never bounce back from it. Because I'll tell you that the health inspector that they send this time might not be the worst, the biggest stickler, but the health inspector they send to reinspect after the bee is in the window, you better believe is gonna be a piece of shit. And I can guarantee you this, I'll bet you fucking six paychecks that if you put me and Beck in a restaurant anywhere in Manhattan, we will give them a B. We will find that B because a B is very easy to find. In fact, in our restaurant, there's a six pointer hanging right above everyone's head and no one even knows it's there because it's probably not even a six pointer, but it's there. Okay. At that light, when you come up on the escalator, you can look up at that light, the big one in the middle, in the middle and in the, in that light, looks like there's like a, some sort of a caterpillar or some sort of a squiggly thing. Looks maybe like it could be a dead bug. I know it's not. I know it's a pattern in the marble and the light is sealed completely to where there's no bug could even get in it. Or at least that's what you're going to say to the health inspector if they ask, which they probably won't, but that's a health, that's a six point violation. But if the person walking with the health inspector answers that question with no hesitation, the way I just answered it, and then offers the health inspector a 20 foot ladder to climb up to check it out, the health inspector will most likely politely decline and not mark us down. But if the person walking with the health inspector doesn't know how to answer that question, stumbles and goes, the health inspector is going to think, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Which means now I'm going to put my white gloves on and I'm going to check under the counters. Because essentially, because it's not fair, the health department knows that it's not fair. So it's not really an inspection of the restaurant unless you let it be an inspection of the restaurant. What you have the potential of letting it be is an interview of how you run the restaurant. So if you put confidence in the health inspector that you know what you're fucking doing and you know that the restaurant is running well and you know that if the next day no one's gonna get food poisoning and then call the health department and then the health inspector's gonna get questioned as to what the fuck were you doing in there the day before that these guys called in for food poisoning the day after. What'd you miss? Now it's their ass on the line. The health inspector doesn't want that so they want to make sure that you know what the fuck you're doing. So when you're walking with the health inspector you have to have all the answers. That's for the management, right? Now, for the employees, the, little, the less you know about food safety, the further away you have to be from the health inspector when the health inspector's in the building. All right? We have to go over a couple of things right now. And if you know these things already, I still suggest that you hang around because you need to listen. Okay? There's a couple of things that everyone needs to do once you find out that the health inspector's in the building. The first and foremost is to alert everyone else you know that there's a health inspector in the building. We don't have to scream health inspector, although that I've been in a restaurant where we had a panic button at the host desk that alerted the kitchen. Straight up. Another restaurant the code was 86 tofu, because it was a steakhouse. But the health inspectors are tricky motherfuckers too. And it starts at the host desk. Now if the person walks in with their little suitcase and their little hoodie or whatever the fuck they're wearing, they don't have to have their credentials displayed right away. But if the host asks them if they could help them by law, they have to right there and then whip out their credentials and say well, with the health department. However, if the person walks in and there's nobody at the host desk or if the host is on their phone or if the host is picking her nose or in the coat check or whatever the fuck it is, then that health inspector can walk right by the host desk, not be asked what they're doing here, walk halfway up to the bar, notice the bartender rub their forehead because they had a little bit of sweat on it And with that same um, gloved hand, touch a glass. They can go right back to the host desk, reveal their credentials, and then ask the manager the first question, why is your bartender touching their face and not washing their hands after? That's a six-point violation. And we're halfway to the B because it's 13 points for the B. And then they see that bug in the the light there. Bye-bye. That's how easy it is. Believe me. And this is, these aren't potential scenarios that could happen. These are scenarios that, I, that have happened with me. I have been there personally for this. There was a health inspector that walked right by the host desk. They didn't ask him who he was. It was an open kitchen. He walked right into the dining room, took a look in the kitchen, saw three people not wearing hats, turned around, went back, and told the host desk who he was. The host desk rang the bell. We all put on hats. The health inspector came in and said, why are you guys not wearing hats? I'm talking, what are you talking about? He's like, no, 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 it's too late. I already saw you without a hat on. And we can't dispute it because the hoses let him come by. So we don't know when he saw it, although we know when he saw it, but we don't. And that's how tricky they are, because it's one person that has the fate of the entire restaurant in that one person's hands. So the less you know about food safety, if you don't have your New NYC food handler's license, my suggestion, or my, I implore you, okay, to either go to the bathroom and sit there for 20 minutes, and if you can't, and if the health inspector is near you, literally just stand there like you're being arrested, with your hands up, and just look up at the ceiling. And if this health inspector asks you a question, pretend you don't see them. And then the person that's walking with the health inspector will answer all the questions for you. There are your lawyer, your representative, your mentor, your parent, your you know your guardian. Just stay silent. Just look up, and just don't move. Literally, because it's not it's not against the, the law to not move, but it is against the law to wipe. ...a piece of dust off of your eyebrow... ...and then touch a glass without washing your hands... ...even if you're wearing a glove. It's that's a it's violation. If there's a rag on the counter... ...anywhere, like one of those bar mops... ...that's laying on top of a flat surface... ...that's soaked in bleach... ...it's still a fucking violation. Don't ask me why, but it is. Again, things that have happened before. Okay? Now there's other things that you have to do... ...depending upon what position you're working... ...and when you find out that the health inspector is that you have to do. It's like rags on counters is one thing. Anything around you that can be consumed by a human being other than alcohol that is not cold to the touch. What do I mean by cold to the touch? If you open your fridge right now and you take out a can of soda and you touch that can of soda, if anything is not as cold as that, it has to be thrown out to the garbage immediately. So if there's fruit without ice underneath it, that fruit has to get thrown out. As soon as you find out the health inspector is there, no matter where that health inspector is, unless they're looking right at you, Obviously, then wait till they turn around to throw it out or just, I don't know, figure something out. Fall. Pretend you hurt your leg. And as you're falling down, your other bartender will take the fruit and throw it out. Because if you throw it out, they can't see it. And if they can't see it, they're not going to mark it down. They're not going to ask you where your fruit is. And if they do, you don't answer them. You just stand there with your fucking looking up at the sky. You don't know, habla ingles. They're not the Department of Labor. They're not going to care if you speak English or not. They care if you touch your face and then not wash your hands. Which everyone does because we're all human beings and it's a restaurant and it's not fair. Okay, now I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say I don't understand you. I understand you, but I'm trying to make it so that we all work as a unit instead of holding each other you know, accountable, pointing fingers and saying, well, he did this, it's not my job. Because if we all fail, as, if we can't become a unit in this one aspect, we're all going to be unified and getting the fuck out of there and looking for another job. We're going to be unified one way or another, so might as well do it and keep the job. But like I said before it's not going to matter whose fault it is rags on counters anything that's in the temperature danger zone gets thrown out and if you don't know what the temperature danger zone is look it up look it up if you work in a steakhouse and you don't know that there's egg and bernet sauce it doesn't really look as bad as it on you as it does it to the person that hired you because it's an embarrassment that a person that works at a steakhouse that makes 32 million dollars a year does not know that the most common steak sauce does not that has egg in it it's it's embarrassing i'm sorry but it is (laughs) figure it out servers make more money than most of the people in the building if not all the people in the building you should know the food better than anyone else you should know the food better than me you shouldn't come up to me and ask me if there's soy in a lemon cake because you should know that there isn't fucking soy in a lemon cake And don't tell me you're just checking. Stop just checking. Tattoo it on your hand if I have to. I'll do it. I have a tattoo gun. You understand? Like, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your jobs, but I kind of am because a lot of you are not. And you're not taking it seriously. And it's kind of, like, annoying, but it's also, like, it speaks ill of what you're doing with your life. You're a salesman, for Christ's sakes. You don't know the product. You're selling a fucking Aston Martin V12 Vanquish, and you're saying there's a V6 engine in there it's a v12 you fucking idiots what are you doing And no, not all of you some of you do know the menu very well although i can guarantee you that not all of you know the menu intricately enough to tell me stuff for example the sea bass has a black bean sauce that comes with it i could talk to that guest about why the black bean sauce is the black bean sauce and where that fermented dry bean comes from and why it was considered forbidden in, in China because they only made the emperor's family eat it and it was forbidden to everyone else. And I could chew the guest's ear off for 10 minutes talking about black beans in the sauce in a fish dish at a steakhouse. And they're gonna love it and they're gonna eat it up and they're gonna order that bass and even if it sucks, they're gonna fucking love it because I can articulate myself in a manner that's gonna, wow. But if we accidentally serve the bass that was supposed to go to table 42 to your table, and it comes out with chateau potatoes on it. By the way, what's a chateau potato? Why do we call it chateau potatoes? Do you know? And if you don't, you should probably look it fucking up, huh? You got Google, don't you? So we serve you the wrong sea bass, and then you come up to the table, and the guest goes, eh, and they just show you the sea bass. You go, eh, like that, and they make that face, eh. And then you look at them with a look of confusion, like, what's the matter? That's going to take you, guess how much they're going to tip you, bro? Nothing. And, you, and they're right. Because you should know immediately what's wrong with that bass. The runner should not know the food better than you. Right? I often notice people say, oh, I have such, difficult, such a difficult table. This table is such assholes. Oh, oh, oh. I got to tell you that usually when I hear it, it's from the same people over and over. Which means that either the hostesses are seating only you with shitty tables because they can read people's minds ahead of time and they know telepathically who's a dick and who's not. Or maybe you're just not explaining the menu to them correctly. Right? Because if a guest orders a medium well steak, I want a filet mignon medium well. Okay, medium well. So you want like a brown on the outside nice and charred with a like a pink center, a light pink. No 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 I want a medium well. I want it to be burnt on the outside and nice and rare and bloody in the center, medium well. And then you say, well, no, no sorry, that, that's a medium rare. A medium well is, and you explain it again, they say, no, 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 I, you didn't hear me. I ordered a medium well steak. I want it to be brown on the outside and red and bloody in the center, medium well. What, what are you, what are you, stupid? That's when you get upset and you say, this table's being difficult. Well, they're not. They're not telling you that they want a medium well steak. They're telling you that they want a medium-rare steak, but they just don't know what it means. They could tell you they want a Plutonian steak or a Venusian steak. I want a Venusian steak. Oh, sir, really? Venusian steak? I've never... How do they have it? How do they cook it over there on Venus? Well, they cook it really, really black on the outside and, like, really bloody on the inside. Heard it. Got you. Venusian steak coming right up. 12-ounce filet, black and blue. Rare, cool char. That's how we call it where I work. Rare, cool char is our black and blue. And then you bring it out to them and you say, here's your medium-well steak. And then they look at it and they say, this isn't medium. Well, it's rare in the center. I say, well, sir, I don't know if you remember, but we were talking about this. You said you wanted rare in the center. Here it is. But you're not going to have that conversation with them. Because if you know how to explain what a medium plus is, if you know how to use your words like a big girl and boy, and you can explain what a medium plus is, then you're not going to have to ring in medium plus. You're not going to have to talk to the chefs. And you're not going to have to just making sure, me to death, about what it is. If you can't articulate what a medium well plus is, then you should get the fuck out and find another job. Go work at La Den, where everything's fish. You know what I mean? I know I sound like a dick. I know you probably never heard me say things like this before, but I've been saving it all for this. I like this job. I want to keep this job, and I would like to see the restaurant do well. And there's a lot of people that don't know their jobs, and they're just there because they're lucky, to be honest with you. And the other half are actors that don't know how to fucking act. Or I guess they do, but they're not saving it. They're saving it for wherever they do their auditions. Have a monologue in the mirror of your favorite restaurant dish. And don't describe it like, it's got this, it's got this, it's got this, it's got beans. No. Articulate yourself. Use some words like embellished with. You know? Garnished. Finished. Swimming in a pool of lobster goodness. However it is you want to fucking say it. Pick a dish that you like and explain it that way it's okay we got uh, we got the sesame seed wrapper there we got a little scallions on top shut the fuck up what are you doing I want you to do a monologue of you spieling an item and then pretend that you're the guest that's receiving the spiel and then tell me if you're going to spend $170 on what the fuck you just said and if the answer is nah, probably not you should probably do some work trust me because if you do it right and you, you leave it up to us to make it the way you sell it but you sell it the way we make it And then we work as a unit and we get the shit popping. And then we go through season effortlessly. Because we'll all be conditioned as to helping each other out. Instead of saying, it's not my job. Look at him. Look what he did. Well, he didn't do it. Why should I? Well, because he's a fucking moron. And now you are too. Congratulations.